this is Michelle, your local knowledgeist. And today's question is inspired by what's been going on in the last month. So three friends and myself have been fortunate enough to be living and working remotely from Thailand. And in the last month, we've spent a good amount of time exploring the islands in the southwest part of Thailand. So our topic today is related to some questions that have risen while we've been exploring these islands, which is how do mammals or any animals, in fact, get to these islands? So some of the islands we visited have been developed islands where humans live. And other islands are quite remote where there's no humans, but you can see um, evidence of animals being there. So what I found in my research is that there are many different ways in which island, uh, animals can get to these islands. Of course, animals that have wings are able to fly there and animals that swim um, are able to get there. But what about the mammals or land animals that do not fly or swim. So when, so one way that these animals get to the islands is that there are, I guess, rafts that are created, natural rafts such as logs or uh, mats of vegetation that can actually carry these animals to new locations. So they just float there, kind of like a boating adventure. Um, these items come about from a storm and they wind up animals wind up in the ocean floating to their new destination plants and their seeds and animals such like such as spiders can actually catch the wind to move to these new locations and um, then they plants uh, get buried in the soil start to sprout and then they exist and they live on these islands and then um there is recent studies that show that actually there can be these massive landslides that occur that could play a key role in how some of these animals get, got, have gotten to this island. So there is uh, information that, that um, landslides have broken off at like a part of 130 square kilometers of the land that have drifted off into the ocean. And that could potentially have about a billion different types of plants or animals that could have migrated to different parts of the world. And that is how our diverse populations on these islands have played a role. Um, what I found that was quite interesting about mammals uh, in this research is that there are studies that show there is something called island rule. And this is quite weird. So animals or specifically mammals that live on islands have these uh, evolutionary trends in size reduction. So there is, and it's, it's pretty extreme. So there is evidence and scientists have studied um, specifically dwarf elephants that lived between 800 and 800,000 and 12,000 years ago in Sicily and Cyprus and other Mediterranean islands, these dwarf elephants were just a meter tall, which is about the size of a newborn African element, uh, elephant. So the animals that are living on islands due to, I guess, lack of resources, lack of competition, and less predators actually ha uh, makes these animals 
shrink in size. There is also the example of the Jersey red deer that lives on the island of Jersey. And these deer weighed about 36 kilograms as adults. And the mainland animals live uh, were about 200 kilograms in size. So not all these dwarf animals are extinct today. Some of them are still living. And um, there are examples of uh, sloths living in Panama as well as uh, they talked about the size of different types of snakes. They could be a fifth of the size of snakes that live on uh, continental land. So, and actually it shows that it takes about 6,000 years for these animals to get to their dwarf size. So, and that's kind of a short period of time to see such drastic changes. So that was just some interesting information I learned while researching how do these animals get to the islands. And um, that is it for today. So keep on learning. And I look forward to hearing more questions from my listeners. Mm -hmm.